Here's a writing on humility by John Newton, who's the most famous for writing Amazing Grace. Dear sir, as you are likely to be engaged in controversy and your love of truth is joined to a natural warmth of temper, my friendship makes me solicitous on your behalf. You are of the strongest side for truth is great and must prevail but I would have you more than a conqueror and to triumph not only over your adversary, but over yourself. Consider your opponent. I wish that before you set pen to paper against him and during the whole time that you are preparing your answer, you may commend him by earnest prayer to the Lord's teaching and blessing. This practice will have a direct tendency to conciliate your heart to love and pity him and such disposition will have a good influence on every page you write. If you count him as a believer, though greatly mistaken in the subject of debate between you, remember the Lord loves him. Therefore, you must not despise him or treat him harshly. But if you look on him as an unconverted person, he is more proper object of your compassion than your anger. Alas, he knows not what he does consider yourself. We find very few writers of controversy who have not been manifestly hurt by it. Either they grow in a sense of their own importance or imbibe an angry, contentious spirit, or they withdraw their attention from those things which are the food of a life of faith and spend their time and strength upon matters which are at most but of secondary value. What will it profit a man if he gains his cause and silences his adversary, if at the same time he loses that humble, tender frame of spirit in which the Lord delights and to which the promise of his presence is made? Isaiah 57:15 says, Who is of a contrite and lowly spirit to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite? And Isaiah 2.17 says that a haughty person shall be humbled and the lofty pride of men shall be brought low and the Lord alone will be exalted in that day. I missed saying on that first reading, the Isaiah 57 reading, that um, it says that God lives with he or she who is of a contrite and lowly spirit. So God lives with a humble person, but a haughty person will be humbled. And this is a great reading from uh, this pastor, former slave owner, former ship, uh, you know, slave ship guy. And he actually was a slave himself uh, in Africa, believe it or not, when he was, when he abandoned his post in the military, he became a slave in Africa, later was rescued, later became a slave ship captain. That's why he writes in Amazing Grace you know, who saved a wretch like me. And he had, a, he had an experience at sea in which there was a storm. He was begging God for his life. He said, if you, if you let me live, I'll, I'll follow you. Um, miraculous uh, recovery from the storm. Over time, he, he, he uh, became a believer. He became a Christian. He became a pastor. And he pastored this church. And this is one of his letters to another pastor, I believe, to someone else in ministry saying, listen, you are going to be in controversy and you love the truth, 
but that love of the truth has to come along with your warmth of your temperament. And he says, so I'm writing this stuff to you so that as you take pen and paper to write against your opponent, he believes this, he believes that, he's telling you the wrong thing. This isn't what scripture means. This isn't what it means to be a Christian. This isn't what's spiritual. This isn't what that means in the Bible. Whatever that controversy is, and the controversies of each time and age are different from the 21st century to the 20th century, back to when he was, I believe, in the 17th century. And he says to make sure that your disposition has an influence in this conversation. Now, there's no more important time that this would be true than now in the 21st century with instantaneous communication, instantaneous news, unlimited access to all different varieties of theology, all different perspectives on the events that took place in the news. Um, you can find anything. You can find things accidentally. Maybe those things even find you because they know you. They say Google knows you better than you know yourself. And actually, I think that's true because you don't know yourself so well. But Google knows what you actually look at. Google knows what you actually uh, shop for. Google knows how long you spend on individual pages, so you don't know yourself as well as you think. And so he says, there's very few writers who delve into controversies, and that seems to be all we have in 2020, who have not been hurt manifestly by it. They either, and he means hurt spiritually, you either grow in feeling your own self-importance, or you start to get angry and contentious, which by the way, is one of the marks of a false teacher angry and contentious, or, this is a great one here, he says, they withdraw their attention from those things which are the food of a life of faith and spend their time and strength upon matters which are at most but of secondary value. Part of spiritual maturity is understanding what's at the center of God's truth, what God cares about the most, what is the thing that your neighbor, your, your uh, Christian friend, your unconverted neighbor, what is the thing that really matters most to get across to them? And then what are the things that, you know, you might disagree, but eh, it's really not too big of a deal. It might be something to bring up when you're comfortable and cozy after a meal and sipping some coffee or whatever, and you say, hey, you know, um, I heard, or I heard you say one time this thing. What did you mean by that? Because I've always thought of it this way. And maybe you'll win them over. And maybe they'll win you over. But you know from spiritual maturity, it's not too big of a deal. And he says, but you, you end up, when you get into these controversies, you get hurt by not remembering what things are the center, what things are big and what things are small. And, and so he writes this letter to his friend to say, um, be humble, look out for yourself, look out for your opponent, they deserve your pity if they're not a believer. If they are a believer, then one day you're gonna be closer to them than any other person that you know in this world. So Christian, um, listen to the words of John Newton, magnify them for this age of Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, instantaneous news cycle. And be careful when you put your pen to paper, or when you put your hand to keyboard, or when you put your finger to swipe, on your phone. Be careful when you're engaged in controversy, and before you set that pen to paper, commend them to prayer. This is about humility.